Hello, podcast fans. Adam Carolla here. I'm leading the fight against patent trolls who are threatening this medium. It's not about me. It's about the podcast you're listening to right now. If I go down, this show could be next. So visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll for more information on how you can keep podcasting alive. Thank you and mahalo. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. And my name is Jeremy, and I am joined by my wonderful partner in crime, Christy. Christy. (laughs) Um, Christy, uh, did you know... Hang on. Wait. There's a word that I was going to tell you. Did you know that... Do you know what a, a, a pogonophile is? Pogonophile. A pogonophile. Do you know what that no. is? I would try to guess, but that would take too long. What do you think it is? Pogo. Come on. Give me a P- guess. Can I have the spelling? P-O-G-O-N-O-P-H-I-L-E. Someone that gets off on pogo sticks. <laughs> Somebody that likes to fuck pogo sticks. Negative. A pogonophile is, in fact... A lover of beards or a beard enthusiast, if you will. Okay, beard enthusiast. Yeah. So, hey, guys, that was our fun little opening. It was a fun word that I found on the internet just now before we started recording. But um, we have, there's some housekeeping issues that we wanted to talk about right at the beginning of the show. There are a couple ways to listen to us. The first is you can subscribe to us on iTunes just like you would any normal podcast. You can also find us on Stitcher if you do such a thing, or you can always just stream the episodes right on our website at nerdoutloudpod.com. So, and we put those links on Twitter and Facebook usually. We do. Yeah. So, Christy, how are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> you're good? I'm that's good. It? Oh, you're just I mean, I'm good. <laughs> for for someone that's unemployed and how, how not excited your, about how it. Cuz your job hunt uh, it's really weird job hunting because I haven't had to look for a job in seven years and things are very different. And that seems really weird to say because obviously they're different, but it's a whole new world out there. I, I, I'm talking to, I'm juggling between five different contracting companies that are trying to get my business for the same position within a company. And I'm kind of playing them against each other, but I don't, my, I mean, obviously I would rather work for full time at a, at a place rather than doing this contract shuffle that I've, that I've done in the past. But right now I'm trying to get them to outbid each other for the same job basically. Yeah. So that's kind of an interesting thing. That's not something that happened. And they all reached out to me because of LinkedIn. I never once reached out to these people for the job. They all contacted me. So that's kind of an interesting situation. And then also my job that I've had for the last seven years is so weird that it's hard to put on paper. It's hard to write in, in a resume and put into words what I actually had to do. You babysat a crazy rich man. (laughs) Well, (laughs) a little bit, but also other things. So that, that's kind of interesting. And then, um, yeah. So I have a question. Are you scared about any of your potential employers finding this podcast? Well, we shut everything down yesterday, right? 
if by shut everything down you mean put your Twitter account on private, then yes, we did. And Facebook. Okay, yeah, and we locked down your Facebook a little bit. Yes. But, so I'm fine. Okay. Well, let's just say, let's say that I'm a potential employer okay. and I tuned into this podcast. Um, what, what do you want to say to me? Please hire me. I'm a really good employee. Why should I hire you? Oh God, I feel like I'm in a job interview um, because I work hard and I'm awesome. You're awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you mean by awesome? <laughs> Could you expand on that a little bit? I mean, it's a great, it's a good word, but I'm just, <laughs> I will. my three-year-old says that she's awesome and <laughs> I'm not necessarily going to give her a job. So why should I give you a job? Um, I don't know. This is hard. You don't know? I'm really bad. At I think that we're myself. finding out why Christina's unemployed. <laughs> That's another thing is I'm really bad at selling myself. What's your and talking good about myself? So these this whole cover letter situation is really weird. Well, this is a good. This is maybe this is good practice for us then, or for you for your for your interviews. Maybe mm-hmm. this is why you still don't have a job. Mm-hmm. So, um, what what uh, what would you say your biggest weakness is? Christina. Well, what do I say when I'm in a job interview? I'm I pay too much attention to detail. No. I'm too punctual. <laughs> P- punctual. Punctu- oh no. <laughs> oh no. I maybe went out before this podcast <laughs> to celebrate my friend's birthday. So just say So you showed up to your job interview drunk is what you're saying. Well, this isn't a job Oh, are we still in the job interview? I I pay too much attention to detail. <laughs> I work too hard. Okay. I take on too many projects <laughs> and I am always early and stay late. Okay, great. Well, uh, thanks for coming in. We'll, uh, we'll be in touch. It was really <laughs> nice talking to you and, you know, we got and a few I other people have... that we want to talk to, um, but we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll check in with you in a little bit, I no, guess. No, but honestly, if I can get an interview, I usually get the job. I see. So... If I can get an interview and get in face to face and get in there, I usually charm. charm yeah, it's not. People. I mean, there are plenty of jobs that are available out there right now, so it's not that you can't get a job. It's that you're looking for something that was at least somewhat comparable to what you were doing before. Yeah, it's really frustrating. We're that in even I'm, kind of the same ballpark. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to find. Uh, I mean, just looking through these jobs, I'm I seriously am applying to at least fifty jobs a week. So I'm also getting rejection emails probably five to ten a week. That feels good. <laughs> I mean, just looking at these jobs and it's saying we want ten years of experience, a bachelor's degree minimum, all this experience and all, all of these things, and then they are paying thirty thousand dollars. That just seems really weird. Like, is that the state of the economy right now? I mean, I've been out of it for so long. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Or are those companies delusional and they're asking too much? I don't know. Somewhere in between, I, I think. Will, the jobs that you have been saying are not enough money are more than I make. So <laughs> <laughs> you're like... Well, someone has every to time you're like, bacon. Well, no, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not applying for that. that that's, I'm not taking that job. It doesn't pay enough. I'm like, where are they? Are they hired? <laughs> <Yeah. still? Are> <laughs> Tell me a little more about what's going on here. One of my friends that I was talking to today said that he saw a job listing for a, an on-call janitor. They wanted somebody to be <laughs> to an on-call janitor. Well, who knows? Who knows, right? But what I, I what I told him is any situation where they're going to be out of nowhere, like 
oh, hey, by the way, uh, <laughs> we better call in the janitors. <laughs> you probably don't want to be that person no. that they're calling. Wh- whatever they need cleaned up is but probably what do they not pay? something. Well, they pay me under the table so I can still get unemployment. <laughs> I don't know. But if you were to want to do something like that, my encouragement to you would be to not do anything like that and definitely not talk about it on a podcast <laughs> that goes out <laughs> onto the internet. Just joking. Yeah. She's got jokes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the highlight of my day today. Have you seen the movie um, King of Kong? Yes. The tagline is Fistful of Quarters. Yes. King of Kong. So Check I, it out if you have On purpose, don't want to talk about my job too much. Um, but I can tell you this much. Um, I got a, a... So the movie King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters, it, it's a documentary about competitive video game playing. Um sp- Focusing specifically on uh, Donkey Kong, they do touch on some other things, but the the majority of the movie is about Donkey Kong. If you haven't seen it, I would highly suggest that you go see it. If you have seen it, then you'll know that um, kind of the subject of the documentary is a man named Steve Wiebe, and he he's the good guy of the documentary. Is kind of the good guy. Yeah, he, he actually is a local boy here out of a. Uh, um, well, not boy, man. By boy, I mean grown man. He's <laughs> actually an elementary school teacher um, <laughs> out here of the greater Seattle area. And I, because of my work situation, um, received a rage-filled email from Mrs. Weeby today. <laughs> so I got really excited. I, I honestly was like, I don't even care. I just got yelled at by Steve Weeby's wife. Yeah. And I don't even care that she's mad at me. Well, so, you kind of. She's not really my boss, but I'm in a work situation where I get emails from a lot of people. I'll say that much, and yes. and I got a I got a rage filled email and you've from been this person. Ex- you've been wanting to figure out a I, way to as soon as I interact found out with these that people. These people live in my um, in the area where I work. I was like, okay, I need <laughs> to try and figure out a way to uh, to to meet them. So. I've been creepily hanging outside the school that I think that Mr. Weeby works at in hopes that I could run into him just carrying around my DVD jacket of King of Kong in hopes that I can... Oh, hey. Hey, wait. Are you that? Are you that? Are you the guy from King of Kong? Would you? Oh, that's so weird. I just happened to have this uh, DVD case in, in my pocket today. Do you think that you'd be willing to sign this for me? So that was that was pretty exciting, but... Besides that, I actually kind of had a little bit of an emotionally depressing day. Why? I don't know. I felt I felt sad today. I got um so like we had talked about that stuff. I guess like Patton Oswald made a bunch of comments or something mm-hmm. on Twitter and like made people mad. And I know that we had said we we're going to talk about it, but I so I like was looking at Twitter earlier today and I saw people making comments about Patton Oswald this and that, and I was like, oh great, the the great vacuum rage hole of the internet has gotten collectively butthurt about something new and um so then i started looking into it and um you said that you had like a little video mm-hmm. that kind of explains mm-hmm. it was that in the videos from from the Pat? video is he was on he was on the craig Fer- ferguson show last night okay so when we were weirdly at the gym at midnight last night i had seen that that was the next Thing up is he was going to talk about it, but then we left. Why do you say weirdly? Why is it weird to be it's at the gym? It's weird to midnight? go to the gym at midnight. It's called 24 hour fitness. Why, why would you pay for a gym called 24 hour fitness and then say that it's weird to go there in the middle well, of the night? Well, because both of, both of us 
off and on have insomnia issues. It's not weird for us because we are normal people. And there are some scattering of people that I think are probably a swing shift workers at Boeing or whatever. But there was a gang. There's two gangs that hang out. <laughs> and gangs, uh, basically, what, five to six people. There's a young gang, which is the one that annoyed me yesterday, which is six males that just take over the gym. I mean, they were doing things like throwing the yoga balls against the, the thing. They were just terrorizing the gym. And then your interaction is oh, with... Oh, I saw them with a tripod at some point. Oh, yeah. They're, they had a tripod. I think they were sitting up yesterday. like a... And when we walked in, they were all sitting in the staff area. Yeah, and they were playing with the pens and, and like throwing the paper Sitting around. at people's desks yeah. and sitting there like weirdly eating salads or something. Why is this even happening? Why are thing? the employees letting it happen? Yeah. I think it's because they... They're a game. They're like a pack of wild dogs that have taken <laughs> over the gym. And they're all carrying gallons of uh, the biggest size of Gatorade that comes. They're all carrying one around. It's just the weirdest situation. And I don't think they've probably ever worked out. I think they probably play basketball and then don't know what to do. No. There's something I tweeted today. I had made a j- We went and got coffee before the gym and like an hour before or something. And I said, wouldn't it be funny to just take a big gulp of soda into the gym instead of a water bottle? And Jeremy laughed and thought that was really funny. And on the elliptical next to me was a large soda from McDonald's in the cup holder. Oh yeah. That was pretty awesome. (laughs) And I, I took a picture of it and then I looked because, I mean, it could be water, right? This someone maybe got water, but no, there's a brown soda of some some sort in it well you don't know it might have been hard liquor <laughs> there's no way of Maybe. knowing if it was soda either way it might have been a rum okay. and coke or <laughs> either way it's weird <laughs> i don't know anyway so all that to say Patton oswald was on a tv yes. show last night Craig talking Ferguson. about the shitstorm that he caused on twitter right so let's listen to it and then we'll talk about it. Hey, you, you got into trouble on the internet recently. I watched you on the Tweety, because uh, you're on the Tweety a lot. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, you said something about censorship. I was just talking about it. And well, I got in trouble. Which one are we talking about? Because I got in trouble this morning. Um, I, I literally got in trouble. I was I was at work, and I had some downtime. So I At uh, work doing what? Well, being a comedian? I was do, I was doing a voiceover for... Oh, right. I got so, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so during the, the downtime, I started... Tweeting apologies for tweets that I had just deleted that didn't exist. Ah. So I would I was saying you were playing I, mind games. Well, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. I was bored, so I wrote, uh, "I just deleted my last tweet. I'm sorry. Uh, I want to apologize. Uh, I I thought that Twelve Years a Slave and The Butler were amazing movies. We need more tolerance. So please disregard. And then people are like, "What the hell did you just write?" Like they all started attacking me for tweets that didn't exist. So I would just do that all morning. Wait, why would you do that? Because I look. Are, are you in therapy, man? Because really, we should talk. Well. Yeah. So that's kind of his his story and do you want me to that's read the gist of it yeah some... just read a couple of them okay. i guess so the read very... the ape one because i think that's probably okay, the one that yeah. caused the most so the first one he trouble. did was oops just deleted my last tweet and would like to apologize to seniors and sufferers of lyme disease i was out of bounds <laughs> and then he did the one he just talked about the 12 years of slave and then he said please disregard the last tweet Already deleted. Transphobia is hurtful, and I'm a big fan of Hedgwick and the Angry Itch. 
and that so i'm saying those because these are the two that got the most flack forgive me previous tweet deleted sorry yes we all know what grape ape tape and cape rhyme with i'm an asshole and then he let's see what the fuck is wrong with me last tweet deleted the victims of the holocaust deserve our highest respect not penis limericks and the more this happened the more retweets and favorites that he got but my favorite is and then he said i'm gonna stay off twitter and he just so some of my favorite i read through a bunch of the responses so some were seriously attacking him like rape rape jokes aren't funny and what you know be more tolerant and all this stuff and but my favorite ones were you know who else deleted tweets hitler (laughs) and then my favorite was how dare you my father was murdered by a deleted tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one that said, I, um, I'm, I'm offended. I'm offended by what you didn't say, but I'll, I'll die for your right to not say it. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. So I don't know. It was, um, I think that, so a, a lot of people had a large amount of glee over the fact that, um, maybe these people. So there are definitely like a group of people on the internet that, that there's just like this vacuum of rage that needs to be filled. And they're just like sitting there, like, like waiting, coiled traps, just waiting to snap down on the next celebrity that slips up or the next, whatever to get wildly offended about something. And so we can all agree that those people are annoying. Um, and then there's uh, also – so I think that there was a lot of people that were excited to uh, – because they thought that those people were, like, actually tricked. And there was probably some people that actually maybe thought that he said those tweets and then were yeah. saying that it's not funny. I honestly think that th- the majority of the people that were mad at him were mad because even though he never said those things, he still kind of – in like – inferred you know rape or Mm -hmm. whatever and made a joke out of it and i think that they were upset about that i don't think that they were upset about something that he didn't actually say or whatever Mm -hmm. you do understand what i'm saying right well i'm reading one right here that says don't people have a reasonable right to be offended by rape jokes not sure what you're trying to defend here yeah, well, but what they're saying is, I don't think that that's necessarily somebody. I don't think that that's necessarily somebody that thinks that he actually made a rape joke and then deleted it. I think that they're saying his joke about the joke that he didn't make isn't in mm-hmm. itself a rape. The joke. lack of the joke is the joke. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and one article I read said, you know that months from now there's going to be people that claim like your sister's cousin's friend, best friend saw saw the real tweets before they were deleted (laughs) and and it's gonna just be this whole thing and other people said he was just trolling to get a salon.com article or something like that yeah that's well that's true i think that (laughs) between deadspin and salon and buzzfeed i think that (laughs) there so i kind of like what he did and i have a weird love hate relationship with Patton oswald so why do you have a love hate relationship with that <laughs> okay i think he's pretty funny i love that he is such a nerd in real life he's way into star wars he's so into downton abbey that he has a group of friends that he of 
comedy friends that watch it and they actually dress up in clothes from the time the time frame and he live tweets the show it's pretty funny he's really funny on twitter i i actually really like what he said what what he did here but it's basically the the tens the tbtl fans have this weird relationship with him because he was a total asshole to luke and then has kind of strung him along for another interview since then and so it's just this weird was he a total asshole to luke Mm -hmm. he even admitted he even admitted it later i think Uh, a year later they ran into each other and he said was i a total asshole to you once on a (laughs) on a radio interview so he's admitted he come out and just said that he doesn't do podcasts before though Probably now he does, but it was a radio show at the time. Except for I randomly heard him on a podcast the other day. Sure. I thought that I had heard that he said that he doesn't do podcasts, and I've never heard him on any podcast ever. And then that I can think of, mm-hmm. Gio's probably sure furiously he's... typing an email. No, no, right no now. because I saw him on one. I saw him do a Doug Loves Movies. Oh, okay. Well, oh yeah, that's at, true. Live at Bumper Show, yeah, we saw it. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's been on Nerdist, and anytime, anytime you are slinging some movie now. You have to go on certain Do the podcasts. podcasts. Do yeah. the podcast rounds. I don't know. I never know what to think about this stuff because I like... So on one hand, uh, like the whole... I don't know. People call it like the social justice movement or whatever you want to call it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm torn because there's a lot about that community and kind of the culture that it's created that... Um, like constantly challenges me to think differently about the way that I talk and about the way that I present myself and about the mm-hmm. things that I say. And, you know, cause there's all sorts of stuff that, um, that maybe I don't realize that I, um, I don't realize that the things that I say could be perceived as offensive and maybe I don't mean them to be offensive or whatever, but you know, so it definitely makes me, it definitely makes me think and, and, and has challenged me in a lot of ways. Um, and I definitely appreciate that. But on the other hand, um, it, so, I mean, the, the word that gets thrown around quite a bit is like thought police, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess. And there, that like, there's something about that that I just cannot stand. And then, of course, like built into the whole social justice thing is like this whole concept of privilege. And so, like, sometimes I feel like as like a white dude, I like can't even really partake in a lot of those conversations mm-hmm. because anything that I say or do is going to be dismissed. And if I disagree or get, you know, maybe even attempt to have an opinion about yeah, try and have a differing opinion or you know like honestly like i don't see anything wrong with what pat Oswald did i thought that that stuff was funny and i think that you know whatever i don't think it's that big of a deal people were getting upset about it and you know some of the people that were getting upset about it were people that i know and people that i interact with and i a little bit mm-hmm. wanted to like try and push back against that but then i also just like I, I feel like if I try and speak up at all, I, it's just going to be immediately dismissed because I'm a white dude, you know? Right. And like I saw somebody that was just completely crapping on him, crapping on Patton Oswald that said, of course, yeah, so Patton retweets the um, Patton retweets the people that criticize him and uh, P- Patton retweets the people that criticize him. So then, you know, a million angry white guys... Uh, uh, middle-aged white guys can start you know shitting on them or whatever attacking them and Mm -hmm. like comments like that like uh, to me that's that seems like just as offensive as what they're getting upset about i mean it's it's putting an entire like 
it's putting an entire group of people in a category, which seems to go against the whole concept of what so many people are fighting for. And I understand mm-hmm. that there's a, there's a difference there, and that like you know it's it's kind of like people saying like. Well, there's a Black History Month. Why isn't there a White History Month? Well, because <laughs> White History Month is it's the other eleven other. months of the year. So, like, I, I understand that there's a little bit of attention there, right. but at the same time, like, it just it, it strikes me as so in the midst of them demanding of a group of people demanding tolerance and acceptance and kindness across the board, they can be so like hate filled and vitriolic towards a group of people and like categorize like. Hey, all middle-aged white guys are dumb and, and sit at home way. watching NASCAR and drinking right. Coors Light and, you know, being the shit out of their offensive. wives or whatever. Well, and also, if you don't like what Patton says, don't follow him. But I feel like there's a group of people that follow people to get angry. Their job in life well, is to be angry and upset. And I don't know how you could live that way. It's also definitely becoming like the hip thing now to... He he's becoming like the hip person to shit on now. <laughs> like, yeah. I wonder if there's talking points for angry people that they get an email every day that today our buzzword's going to be privilege. So <laughs> yeah. anytime you see someone using their privilege, let's. I mean, when what is it? BuzzFeed has a has a quiz on how much privilege do you have. A percentage then then you know that it's gone too far yeah definitely i um uh oh no oh no i had it oh i feel like the uh, the the those word like the word privilege is such like a here's another one it's such like a trigger for me <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's like such a, i immediately just like i hear words like that i hear words like privilege and the word trigger when people start talking about trigger warnings and all that kind of, or, or the one that I've been learning about the last couple of days that I've heard used quite a bit is a word called microaggressions, mm-hmm. <laughs> which has to do, it's like a word that came up in like the seventies or something and has to do with the subtle things that are communicated in the way that we speak. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, like if, if you said to a African American person, Oh, you don't act like a black person. Right. That's there's a lot of aggression. There's a lot of things packed into that small statement mm-hmm. that could be viewed as right. So they're great concepts, but like these words in and of themselves have like now have all of this baggage and just immediately c- cause reactions to go up. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could just really be boiled down to like just don't be a dick. Like just don't don't right. be mean to people. <laughs> be right. be nice. Like care about other people. I heard um, this guy named the Lean Over that. I like from Twitter, he's a comedian down in LA and he was talking and he said that he tries not to make jokes that are going to make every, make anybody have a bad day. Hmm. And that's a pretty thoughtful thing. And I mean, he does some pretty like controversial stuff sometimes himself. You know, I saw like a, you know, have you seen that hashtag? Like this could be us, but you just playing (laughs) the people. It's like people just post funny pictures of, like people doing weird shit and say this could be us, but you just playing with the hashtag. Anyway, he put up a, um, it's usually like couples doing stuff. He put up a picture of the twin towers mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then put that, and put that hashtag on it. And then, um, yeah, he actually ended up deleting that cause Jake Fogelmest like started making fun of him about it, which that's a whole other yeah, issue. But a- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. So I guess, I guess I could just 
be summarized now? Do I? I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where there's a tension. Like, on one hand, I don't want to just categorically dismiss this group of people. On the other hand, like, hey, let's not just be so quick to pile on and like immediately shit on some. You know, it, it really bothers me every time the internet just collectively decides to take a shit on somebody or get offended about something or whatever. Like it's, it's yeah, it just bothers me. Yeah, you look like you're I done. Agree. No, I agree. <laughs> you're just zoning out. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go get some coffee and then take a, um, take a little break. We'll be right back. get coffee but this we are recording at nerd out loud studios from a new we have a new studio setup what we the setup that we had before was more of like a living room kind of vibe Mm -hmm. um in that it was like actually in a living room (laughs) um and now we're trying something a little different we moved into a room with carpet that has a little bit more of what i guess i guess i would call it more of like a bedroom feel like a it's kind of bedroom literally the bedroom um, is what it is and there's literally literally a bed in here yeah. um that, and christina's literally sitting on the bed and keeps <laughs> yawning and <laughs> zoning out but um you know well pot dogs sound asleep yeah just is christina ready. had a couple of pops before the show a couple of pops yeah a couple of knocked a couple back i did at the old Watching the NFL draft. Yes. Oh man, I just dated the podcast. It's great. Oh. If they're listening to this in the future, it's I know. Completely and ruined. waiting the entire lineup to get to the draft and just to trade it for two different draft picks is like a hand job. No one wins. Okay. Wait. There's such I have a, a couple things to say about that. There's a couple such things a to say. Up. First of all, what she's talking about is. They, she, Christina was at like a ladies night slash birthday party pre-funk situation at a local sports bar in the area. Mm -hmm. The NFL draft is happening right now. They were waiting. There's obviously a lot of hype in the Seattle area about Everyone there was wearing Seahawks jerseys. We've all been waiting. Yeah. They had last pick. So they had the last pick of the first round. they won the Super Bowl. And so we get to that pick what would be the Seahawks pick and they ended up trading trading that pick for a higher position in the second round and fourth and fourth okay so they traded it for higher picks in the later rounds so um so it was a little bit yeah so that's one issue um I guess is that I'll say I understand it's a strategy but what do you mean nobody wins in a hand job let's talk about that for a second well because there's other things that can happen I mean yeah it's good and there's Things happen and and it's probably I mean I have ultimate trust in Pete Carroll to <laughs> to make it happen. Wait, are, we, are we talking about hand jobs or well? Are we talking like, about hand jobs or Pete Carroll? I'm so what do you it. mean nobody wins in a hand job though? That's what I'm hung up on. Like I'm not because making a metaphor here. I'm talking about a literal hand job. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's definite. Is, there's a clear winner in the hand job. Like the winner of the uh, hand job is the one that has the orgasm. 
But sometimes there is, and an maybe orgasm. there's some pleasure from the other person because sometimes giving pleasure is ple- pleasure in and of itself. Well, like my saying is, step one of d- how to give a good hand job. Step one: use your mouth. <laughs> well, that's that's <laughs> not a hand job, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but okay. Well, I, mean, I just no. Seriously, <laughs> you can do that yourself. You can do that yourself. Right. You but, don't need. But it's not my hand. <laughs> right. Which. I mean, don't you just kind if of If I had go- a choice between my hand and somebody else's hand, I'm probably going to pick somebody else's hand. Well, you, Nine know, times out of you 10, know how to do like it better weird, and faster. It's like a I mean, weird don't you hand. just want to say, well, just let me do it. I, I, I can figure this out. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> okay. Well, so I'm just going to go on record. I'm going to go on record as saying that there is, in fact, a winner in the hand job situation. Okay. And it is, in fact, the receiver of the hand job. Chafing. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> it's called, it's called uh, uh, Gold Bond's Medicated Body Powder. Which <laughs> I love that stuff, by the way. I know. It's like, what did you say? It's like a thousand little minty elves scrubbing your balls. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> it's fantastic. I would... Uh, Here's my recommendation. Go to our website, www.nerdoutloudpod.com. When you get to our website, it's a wonderfully built website um, made by a company called Tumblr. Um, It's not wonderful at all. It's really shitty. But top right corner, you'll see an Amazon link. If you click on that Amazon link, it'll take you to a website called Amazon.com. You can go on there and you can purchase yourself a container of... Gold Bonds medicated body powder. And if you've never tried it, I would highly recommend it. Adam Carolla talks about talking up the balls all the time, mm-hmm. like a little baby powder. Mm-hmm. This is like this is like next level baby powder. This is like the ba- baby powder is like elementary school. This is like doctorate level PhD shit. Like okay. Yeah. So check so it out. How does so this have basically to do with the hand job? Well, we were talking about chafing and then chafing okay. led to the powder situation. Okay. So like you get the you take the powder and you got to shake it up a little bit first to get the cloud going in the bottle and then you open it up and then little couple little couple little puffs is that the white powder that's always on the floor yeah bathroom no that's cocaine oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so anyway but the the stuff with the gold bonds and i would recommend getting the extra strength stuff um uh it's it, it's like this yeah i don't know what to say it's like it's like you're chewing a stick of gum with your crotch <laughs> i'll say that i'll I don't say know that. if i would enjoy it's that. like it's like uh one of those f- five fresh commercials or whatever do you remember the time you got tabasco your, sauce on your, your penis nethers. is it does it feel like that which time <laughs> <laughs> well just That's some adventures with think back to the time when the last time sorts of things it happened okay. Does it feel like basically that? like if you get a hot substance on your hands, you want to stay away from any mucous membranes on your body, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your genitals, you know, stay away from those things. No, it doesn't feel like that. That was a burning sensation. This is like mm. a fresh, like it's like a breath mint. Okay. It's like a breath mint for your crotch. Oh no. It's okay. fantastic. Okay. Have you ever? I'll, t- n- no, uh, I'll take your word for it. Cause I don't have balls. No. But don't you ever get like a little swampy down there? <laughs> you know, like it gets a little warm this time of year. Gets a little warm outside. You start uh you get get a little sweaty, get a little build up. Mm. Want to feel fresh? <laughs> no. No. You no. never experienced that ever. That's probably cuz you get to wear skirts. Yeah. 
and that's not fair. Skirts are amazing. Skirts are like every I time I see was wearing a skirt, and he said, "I'm so jealous of your skirt." Skirts, and I just thought in my inner Mike voice, "Of course you are. Of course." <laughs> Skirts look amazing. They like, but not every time I, every time I bring up skirts, people always say, people always say, uh, you should get a utilicilt. Well, first of all, utilicilts are ridiculous. Like that's a, what do they say on takedown? LDI. Mm -hmm. What's that stand for? Leading dummy. Leading dummy indicator. I'm going to go ahead and put the utilicilt on the leading dummy indicator. I think, or I think we our one friend, friend our one, yeah, but luckily he doesn't listen to the podcast and never right. will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, but no, I'm not talking about a utilical. I'm talking about like skirts. They look so freeing and like you just get like that fresh breeze up in there. It mm-hmm. looks fantastic. I like it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Well, we'll get you a skirt. <laughs> um, have you ever um, have you ever heard of Dave Ramsey? No. Dave Ramsey is a um, he is the Christian like I don't know he is like the Christian money guru like every okay. conservative Christian that I knew growing up was absolutely in love with Dave Ramsey. Anyway, I read an article about him today and. Um, it was talking about how he's basically gone off the deep end, I guess. And, um, like there was some, there's some parody accounts. Um, so what happened is his, one of his employees like went to a website. I forget what it's called. Glassdoor.com, okay. I guess. It's I've been using those... that a lot lately. What is it? It, so you can review companies. So if you want to work somewhere, you can type in a company name or what I'll do is, uh, say that I was looking for a job at Amazon or someone contacted me and I could put in executive assistant level one or two Amazon. And one of the first things that pops up is Glassdoor and it will tell you a salary range. And that's all user, um, user, whatever, like a Yelp. So if I say I worked at Amazon and I was an executive assistant, I could go in and say, I make $65,000 a year. And then they have a range. So people add to it and then they can also review their company. Like I really, and there's all these questions like work-life balance, managers, review system, all sorts of different things. So some, and one, an, an employee of Dave Ramsey, which this is probably more entertaining for me than it is for you because Dave Ramsey is like... Very, very looked up to and respected in the Christian community. Okay. But he, like, is just nutty. He always has seemed a little nutty to me. And people get, like, weirdly into him. Like, it, it could just, yeah. I mean, Christians get weirdly into lots of things. But, right. Um, so, anyway. Well, and it seems wh- like they'll sanction anyone. And as soon as it's like, oh, this is who who we're all going to look up to now, it's like they can't do any wrong. Yeah. And everyone feels like they need to follow this person and give a bunch of money and buy all their books and yeah. worship them, basically. So w- one of one of D- Dave Ramsey's employees got on this Glassdoor website and basically wrote a very honest review <laughs> of the company mm-hmm. and working there. And I think at the time, I'm not sure, but I, I've, I looked at the article earlier today, and I believe that the person is actually currently employed there and it was done anonymously. Is that okay. something that they can do on yep. that website? Okay. So anyway, so he talked about how um, I guess there's some 
uh, Twitter parody accounts for Dave Ramsey out there. And Dave is super pissed about it and okay. has offered like a bounty of $20,000 to any of his staff members <laughs> that can track down <laughs> the real awesome. identity behind these, um, behind these parody accounts. Mm-hmm. But he's just like crazy about it. Apparently he brought a gun to a staff meeting at one point um, as some kind of example talking about uh gossip and how it can be destructive this kind of sounds like your old church <laughs> yeah 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 well we were very into it like bringing weapons into the service right. at my old church bows so and arrows was, and yeah, swords and like some crazy swords I, samurai swords like weird little like roman knight swords i saw a uh one of those big ass double-handed uh william wallace whatever broadswords. um Sure. Definitely shot a bow and arrow into the ceiling at one point. Lots of staffs and flags and ram's horns, all sorts of fun stuff. So, yeah. So, um, anyway, I just was reading about that. I found great joy and delight in that. And it made me think about, like, your job situation. And you said that you had some crazy boss stories or just, like, crazy. You had a story that you wanted to tell about your work. Oh, it's not about my current work. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, those I'm I blogged about it, and I'm hoping to <laughs> release into a book soon. Um, and so, my job when I was a photo lab worker, we talked about this earlier at Walgreens when I was in college. There was this manager, and he opened the store. So all of us that started at the same time opened the store. We actually put in the shelves into this empty space, stocked it, everything. And my interview consisted of him saying, why do you want to work here? And I said something about, well, it's it's kind of tough to get jobs in Bellingham. There's not not much. I mean, because there's the uh, companies tended to not hire students because they would leave for three months out of the year. And he said, what? So you're telling me if I get fired, then I won't find a job. Should I not even have bought a house? It was, he was really weird and very defensive. He was just a strange guy in that he was 40 and he still had his mom drive up from Seattle and do his laundry every week. And he just was so weird. He regularly pooped his pants. He would also take magazines off the shelf and go into the bathroom to do his business and then put the magazine back onto the floor to be purchased. Sure. And he was just so disgusting. And then one time I was moving. So I needed, I needed the weekend off and I had someone picking up my shift but the issue was if she, he was keeping her just under full time, he was keeping her at 38 hours a week so that she wouldn't be eligible for the healthcare, which wasn't even that good. And they had to pay into it anyways. But if she took my shift, she would be 10 minutes into the 40 hours, which she had been trying to get into. So he said, sorry, you can't. And it was over Memorial or Labor Day weekend. He said, sorry, she can't cover your shift. Sorry, it's not going to work. So I was stuck. I I was moving my house that was, I was moving apartments that was me and my husband at the time and I had to do it all myself. So I was really upset and I wrote a note and I told, because people would regularly go into the back and cry because he was so rude. So at lunch, I wrote a, 
when I went, I wrote a note and said that he rules the store like Nazi Germany and everyone's scared of him and they walk on eggshells and that they're really scared and that he's just a complete ass. And I left it in the office and I went on lunch (laughs) and I left the photo machine that had to be closed down because of the chemicals every single night in this ritualistic way. And and followed in procedure and the manager at the time had pretended that he had taken the Kodak certification but he hadn't so I walked out the photo machine didn't get closed or opened correctly and I heard that it was ruined for a month that they had to completely drain it and whatever but I never looked back probably had to get Jason in there Jason McNamee that was on last week used to uh Repair x-ray machines. So I'm sure he knows oh, all yes. about that. I know right. it was quite a In, process. So, But here's another thing. One, he was Jewish. So that compl- that comment was really so hurtful. So the n- Nazi Jewish, yes. the Nazi Germany situation that letter did not go over well. is in my permanent file. So if I ever try to work at Walgreens again. <laughs> is that why you, you keep getting kicked out of Walgreens right. now? Yeah. <laughs> she sets off the facial recognition right. scanners when you walk in. And number three, this man weirdly moved to this area and now goes to the CrossFit gym that I was a member of. What? And just recently, my friend that goes there said, Oh, Hey, uh, you know, my friend Christy. And he's like, Oh, I bet she hates me. I was such an ass. Then (laughs) he totally admitted to all of it of being such a jerk. And then he told her, or he was hitting on her in a nasty way. And she said, oh, I'm sorry, I have a girlfriend. And then he got weird and started asking how lesbian sex works. So this guy never learned. That would be a really great example of a microaggression. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. And he has multiple fedoras. So we just know what kind of person he is. Well, I mean, (laughs) if somebody is a member of a CrossFit gym, we can probably do the fedora math. (laughs) I think that you have to have like a fedora like rack in your car before they'll even let you become a membership if you're a dude at one of those (laughs) places, right? No. (laughs) CrossFit's more like people that always wear workout clothes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Always. Well, that's because if you're in CrossFit, anything can be a workout. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, okay, this week in CrossFit, you're going to pay $300. And what I want you to do is every time you go grocery shopping, I want you to get six gallons of milk and jog the entire time you're in the store while doing curls. Pretty much. (laughs) So, okay. I have a couple. First of all, I think that maybe like, how has it become accepted when people say like, compare people to Hitler, first of all, or be like, this is like the, you run this place like Nazi Germany or Mm -hmm. you're the Hitler of whatever like how come that like people are getting pissed about Patton oswald Let's, well uh... also to be fair this this was 10 years ago so i was a b- before my time of doing that i would never do that now <laughs> but there wasn't websites and message boards and stuff <laughs> that were doing that regularly or whatever it was way before otherwise that. you would have had to write trigger warning there's a holocaust trigger reference warning, i'm going to on talk the top about of this that. note <laughs> as i quit <laughs> <laughs> contains macro aggressions i guess like this isn't wow well that's impressive uh the other thing that you just kind of glossed over is that he 
pooped his pants on a regular basis? Regularly. Because men had to wear khaki pants. Uh-huh. So it was very noticeable when he did. And you couldn't you couldn't go with the dark khaki? <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> he had he him just, wearing the light. And I don't know if he just didn't notice because, I mean, there would be poop all over the... I mean, it was a juicy poop. Uh-huh. Diarrhea. Like a blowout in the back of his yeah. pants. So he was the poop smelling guy. Right. Like I said, Courtney... Every group has a poop smelling guy. There's always a, everybody has either a childhood story or like one of their group of friends or like, there's always a stinky guy. There's always a poop smelling guy. That reminds us. It's almost always a guy actually. Yeah. Girls, girls are better about taking care of themselves. Um, we are going to do, so I was talking to one of our nerds, Robert, and he said how there's always, everybody has a poop story. Everybody has some kind of humorous poop story in their life, and we're going to do a whole episode dedicated to it. So Yeah, because we apparently you-, you guys don't get enough poop talk already. <laughs> but we want to hear your stories. Oh, man. What? Good news, everybody. We just cracked the one hour mark, and I believe that this is the first time. This is the first time that we've mentioned poop. I think that that might be a new record. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so we are going to have an episode dedicated to that we're gonna have a special guest oh that has a poop phobia is it, it's gonna be really Wait, funny. really yeah do we i know all, who it is yeah oh who is it katrina oh she has a poop she has a poop issue yes she had an issue with poop yes i had no idea in public specifically oh she drives all the way home when she's at work what yeah we'll, we'll talk about it we'll talk about it. but here's the thing we want to hear your stories, and if you wa- want to be anonymous, that's fine. Just tell <laughs> us that. So send us an email, or send us a Facebook message, or tweet us, and we'll read your stories. And if you want your name on there, just say that you're yeah, fine with you, it. What you can do is you can go to our Facebook page, and you can actually message our Facebook page. Okay, do that. So you can go to our Facebook page, and you send us a message on there. It's private. Let us know if you don't want us to say your name. Um, we'll probably check with you. But seriously, guys, we need <laughs> your poop stories, apparently, because we we're going to have a poop episode. between the so, two of us, but, but we want I yours. feel like I'm just going to freak the hell out of... Because I am like the polar opposite. Exactly. Like a lot of people are conscientious about their like like bathroom habits at work and stuff like that. And I just like... You'd be handicapped. You would never leave the house if you had that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would make it. So, so the, this will be an interesting conversation between the two of you. And also, our other thing we're asking for is, Jeremy, we're doing hashtag Jeremy Reads. We want your oh, I nominations. edited that part out of the last podcast. Oh, you did? <laughs> I'm going to edit it out of this one, too. No. <laughs> we want your suggestions of a book that Jeremy's going to read, and then we'll narrow it down, and, and everyone will vote. So send in your recommendations, either on Twitter or on the Facebook. Yeah. So go to our Facebook page and I guess you can also email us if you want, but Facebook page is probably easiest. But if you're weird about Facebook, oh, and somebody go like our Facebook page. We've been at 99 likes for forever. I know. We need so to go like us on Facebook because I want to get into triple, triple digits. digits. And then after that, only 900 to go till we earn that comma, as I call it. <laughs> Gotta oh earn God. that comma. <laughs> we get Such a nerd. <laughs> anyway, so... It, sorry, I just have to get back to this. So it's a grown adult that pooped mm-hmm. himself. All the time. Didn't your last boss have some issues with that as well? Yeah, but dude was old and an alcoholic, so there's a little bit different. 
when <laughs> he's yeah, when worst. an 85 year old is pooping their pants whether over like a 30 or 40 year old there's a, a difference you have the the worst luck <laughs> I'm Dude, terrified right. for whoever your new boss is. Right. I'm trying to God. think if... Sounds like can... a real shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily on both, I didn't have to actually clean it up. Well, that's not necessarily true. Oh, no. That would be a great job for... Maybe that's the on-call janitor situation. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, somebody in your position was like, you know what? I don't get paid enough to handle this. <laughs> calling in the backup. Calling on the emergency. Uh, well, with my current team ish job, my last job, I I had a lot of I cared about him. It was kind of like if your grandpa pooped his pants, you'd want to help that person. Grandpa's dead. Mine too, both of them. But R.I.P. Frank. In the situation of the Walgreens douche, I just laughed. I think I would actually point it out to people that he had pooped his pants again. Oh, he was terrible. He was a terrible person. Well, that doesn't to, mean that you can to keep a woman poop denied you. of health insurance. <laughs> you can't just to do it. Yeah, is is crappy. That is a. <laughs> it's a crappy. You're a he shitty person. He sounded like a real crappy guy, Christina. <laughs> so anyway, any uh, any closing thoughts? No. No. Well, that's it for this week, folks. Oh, wait. Did you have any Christy Hates Everything? I don't today. I have a Christy Hates Everything. Okay. And it was it's a Christy Hates Everything. Well, it's two things, but it's kind of the same thing. I think that basically I'm just going to have to stay off of Twitter and Facebook on May 4th and May 5th. Right. Because May 4th is filled with... Star Wars. Every... Buddy being like, hey, guys, May 4th, may the 4th be with you. And is this a relatively new thing? Yes. I think it was probably discovered three or four years years. ago. How did it take that long for people to figure that out, by the way? (laughs) I don't know. And then May 5th, first of all, Rob Taft, first thing on Facebook I saw on Monday morning, May 5th, may the the 5th be with you or something. Or May 5th, like the Sith thing oh i see so yeah just can manage to continue the star wars situation on second day it's not funny it's not creative it's super fucking annoying just stop it stop it Mm -hmm. i um there's a comedian joe mandy on twitter that just retweeted every fucking single brand that made uh may the fourth be with you tweet including like vlasic pickles Mm -hmm. where they set up a little scene with two pickles having a lightsaber fight took a picture of it tweeted that so just that was stupid and then may 5th everybody's like making stupid like it's a super weird racist holiday well i I guess it's not a racist holiday the way that people celebrate it is super racist yeah we saw people jogging around everybody puts on with big fake mustaches and some prayer sombreros and drinks gets shit-faced and runs around that's like me putting on like blackface and celebrating black history month or whatever like it's so weird and it's not even up. and people don't even know what it's about and they still like if do you it. just want like if you just want a reason to get shit faced on a weeknight just go get shit faced on a weeknight but right. you don't need to be super racist and weird about it i think last year it was sarah silverman that tweeted something about how may the 4th and may the 5th are the 
the group of the smartest people and the stupidest people that she knows <laughs> celebrating him. <laughs> and uh, the, then I, I also got really tired of seeing mayonnaise in the sink. The oh. sink. May, may Cinco de Mayo. Anyway, it was stupid. And I literally, I unfollowed like, I think six or seven people on Twitter because I was just like, you know what? Which is huge for you. You're in, you're in a hundred percent control of the shit that you see on Twitter or online. And so if Facebook pisses you off, it's not Facebook's fault. It's your fault for following idiots. Right. So unfollow those people or accept their shittiness. So I saw a few too many of those comments from people that I followed. And I said, you know what? That's it. We're done. Mm -hmm. This is over. So if you have some shitty girl that keeps posting selfies hide her delete her unless you want to see the selfies well yeah i'm just saying in general if people are saying things you don't like hide them or delete them except for i like rage follow people yeah because i just like enjoy the shit showiness of their behavior and sometimes it becomes too much that's what happened today I was going to take a break, but then I thought of a really funny joke and I had to come back and tweet it. But then nobody else thought it was funny. So anyway, that's this week in Christy Hates Everything. Jeremy edition. The Jeremy edition. (laughs) (laughs) And um, have a great week, guys. You can find us online, nerdoutloudpod.com. Click on the Amazon link. Buy yourself some mayonnaise for next year's Cinco de Mayo because you'll want to be prepped, locked and loaded with that tweet. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, buy yourself some gold bonds, medicated body powder, mm-hmm. the extra strength. Make sure you get the minty stuff. It will change your life. It's like a breath mint for your balls or for your vagina. If you're into that, uh, what else should people buy? Libations for your labia. Libations for your labia. I don't even know what that is. Oh yeah. Okay. Like a minty drink for your right. labia. And, um, yeah. So click through the Amazon banner. doesn't cost you anything. We get a little kickback. We literally pay money to put out this show so four of you can listen to it. And we appreciate the four of you so much. We also pay for the Amazon affiliate. We have never received any money. We've paid money. So one thing you could do that would be super helpful. Don't even have to give us money. Just buy the shit you're going to buy through our website. Click on the Amazon thing. And that would be super fantastic. Oh, and somebody go follow us on Facebook because I want to get 100 fans on there. Um, Besides that, thanks for listening. And we will be back next week. Have a great night. And let your nerve flag fly. I'm not moody. Swear it. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm golden. Golden like a motherfucking shower. Gross. Golden shower. That's not a thing. A golden shower is very much a thing. I know. I'll show you later.